Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Colleen. And And this this is Strictly Strictly New York. So, I think we've got a lot of content. Yes. I think these um, ladies have definitely shown us that they did not come to play. I think it's definitely a new vibe to the show. I'm excited. How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling excited too. I didn't really know what to expect. You know, obviously we all love the old Real Housewives of New York. Well, they're iconic. They're iconic. It's been on the sh- on the air for so long and we know the women, but I think it was time for a change and I'm really happy with what they did with it, to be honest. I think it was definitely worth the wait. I think it was definitely drawn out. I think people definitely lost interest. But I think what Bravo has given us here is a gift. I agree. I I love it. I (laughs) can't wait. I think we have a lot to... (laughs) A lot to get into. I think we have a lot to get into today. And I think we should... Let's just jump right into it. I want to talk about the ladies. Let's do it. Let's talk about them. We've got six of them. We got six of them. Who's your favorite? So right off the bat, I got to trust my gut. It's Jenna. It's Jenna. Jenna is stealing the show. She's so fabulous. And she's almost the silent killer. I agree. And she comes in, doesn't say much, looks to die for (laughs) between the glasses, the hat, the outfits, three coats. The shoe closet. The shoe closet. (laughs) She's 10 out of 10 in my book. Who's your favorite? I mean, I agree with you. She's so fabulous. She's definitely, like, clearly a front runner for me. I also really like Erin. She mm. just seems very relatable to me. I feel like I like that she stands up for herself, mm-hmm. and she's not afraid to go to bat with the women, but she doesn't do it in a mean way, you know? She, mm-hmm. she just levels with them, like, hey, I wasn't cool that you said this. I don't agree. And I, I like that. I like that. She seems tough. She seems like she's not to be played with. Well, and she's definitely already shown us that in the first two episodes. That right. she did not come to play. But she's a working girl. I love it. I, I love it. Okay, so for you, it's going to be Aaron. For me, it's Jenna. Yeah. We got four other ladies, though, that all deserve some time. Who else we got? We also have Sai. Yeah, Sai. And that, that I was one of my first things that I want to talk about is how Brooklyn is cool now, and she's got her fabulous Brooklyn apartment. I love that because that was definitely not present in the in the previous. No, I feel like I feel like with the old series, we only ever saw you know the East Side. Yeah, and with this reboot, we're seeing different boroughs, different neighborhoods. Sai, I'll give it to her. She's definitely making Brooklyn cool. Yeah, she's a content creator. She has a pretty large following already. You know, she's from Brooklyn, so she definitely checks off the box of being a true New Yorker, which some of our Housewives fans like to pick a little bit, that if you're not from the city, you shouldn't be on the series. You can't say anything to that. Cy is truly a Brooklyn girl. I agree with you. I agree with you. And and you're right. There are some diehard fans that really prioritize true New Yorkers. And I, I mean, I agree. There's something to that, you know, mm-hmm. like girls who can, who came up in New York and then they are still making it. And now they've become these fabulous individuals. Um, I think that's awesome. And they also all seem to be like really well established and their own women in their, in their individual careers. Like all of these ladies, Yes, I'm impressed because I think they all seem like self-made women in the best way, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Not we- all from New York, but that's okay. Wow. We also, next up, we have Jessel. Jessel is a publicist. She originally comes to us from London. She moved to New York uh, right after college to pursue a career in fashion. Um, A little bit on the younger side, um, married to her husband for a little while, currently raising two twin boys in Chelsea. I'll be honest, I like her. 
I want to see where it goes with her. I agree. I agree. Uh, right off the bat, she hasn't she hasn't captured me yeah. the way some of the other women have. But I think we're going to learn a little bit more about her. I definitely have come to like her relationship and her rapport with her mother. Yeah. I think that's I something we haven't seen in a little while. And also, you know, we haven't seen a New York City housewife raising such young children. That's true. I do. I really like that. And I and I also just really love that so many of them are moms mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that they are such great moms. I love that that was like the opening line that they did in the first episode when she says, let's talk about the women. And Bryn comes in and she says, bitches and whores, but all really great moms. I love yes. that as the intro to the series. Yes. I thought that was so amazing. Yes. Bryn is definitely another another front runner for me. I think she seems like she's going to be super fun. A yeah. shitster. We love a shitster on Bravo. Let's go there with Bryn then. <laughs> I think that she seems like she's just going to shake shit up and I love that. I think Bryn is just a good time girl. Yeah. You know, she's one of the fewer, I think she's one of two of the housewives this season that are not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. She's not married. Relatively on the younger side. And let's be honest, I think for me, I like to think of myself as a Jenna but truly, like, I am Bryn. I, <laughs> yes. I bring the chaos. I bring the fun. I will flirt. Um, totally. I'm a good time girl. Yeah. But Bryn has been successful. Oh, absolutely. Bryn has a career. I, I think she's going to be one to watch. I agree. I think she seems really fun. I think she seems like the, the one of the ladies that everybody would want to be friends with, you know? Oh, I want to be friends with her already. Yeah. Bryn, if you're listening, please respond to my DMs. We love you. We do love you. We think you're fabulous. And we missed you on the second episode. Yes, Bryn, we hope you're feeling better. <laughs> um... And I guess that just leaves Uba, who Uba. is not not to be left by any means because she no. is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> I think if there has been one housewife this season, and then we're only on two episodes, Uba, you are the comeback queen. <laughs> I will be honest, and Colleen, we have talked about this a little bit. I was nervous about Uba in the beginning. She seemed very quiet, um, not in a relationship. We didn't really get as much of a sense as how she related to the other women in the first episode. Comes to dinner. (laughs) I'm sorry. Pulls out a compass. (laughs) Announces in front of everyone that she is sober. Goes to the kitchen. Steals a can. Uba. Uba, Uba. You are going to bring it. You leave Aaron's house to go find food. You know... That was hilarious. That was on me, Uba. I think you are also, I think you're in it for the long haul. I like her. Colleen, what do you think? I like her too. I think she has great energy. I think she's hilarious. Like, uh, like so fun. Seems like she would be a great time to hang out with. Um, I'm excited too. I think she's definitely one to watch. She could be the silent killer. She could be. And listen, at six feet tall, sober, and a model, and a businesswoman, Uba is going to be one to look out for. Definitely. I definitely agree with you there. (laughs) So all around, I think we've got six diverse, talented, clever, charismatic women. They are all fashionable in their own way. I think it was worth the wait. I think Bravo did an excellent job assembling a group of women. And I think they really represent New York. I agree with you. And And I really think that they are... It is a diverse group in the sense that they're all different. Mm -hmm. And I love that because that was really what was missing from the old version in the end is that we had too much of the same. And that's not what New York looks like. This New York is, is, has so many different people Mm -hmm. that I feel like this does actually better represent 
the diverse group of people that live in New York. Yeah. So I'm excited about that because I think that's meaningful to a lot of viewers. I mean, absolutely. And this feels genuine. You know, I think they've slipped up a little bit about, you know, Brandon kind of admitted that she had never been to Sai's house. You know, Jenna admitted a little bit to Aaron that she didn't really know her that well. But all in all, based on what we have seen so far, these women have a rapport. These were not women that were just thrown together. So I think there's also a lot of, you know, and we'll see how the series goes on, but they do know each other, which I think is going to be important. I agree. I agree. And I think that, you know, there is some pretense in some of these series that they were all established friends before, but I think that a lot of us know that that's not necessarily the case. Like it's obviously it, it helps to make a great show, but it's not the only thing that makes a great show. Absolutely. So if they brought together a good gr- group of women, I'm sure they'll they'll make great TV for us either way. Absolutely. And four out of the six of them look like they can drink. Yes. Which <laughs> never hurts. Yes. That never hurts. <laughs> yes, that's very true. What's going on with you for this first episode? I mean, I agree with you. I'm I'm hooked. I thought that. It, I, I, when it was over, I wanted more. Like, I, it ended too quickly for me. I, I think it should be three hours. I think it should be three hours, too. Nine to midnight. Three hours uncensored is right. what I'm looking for. Right. I want no bleeps. <laughs> I want us, bravo, we want to know that restaurant. We do. That was honestly, that was a huge thing for me as I was so curious what restaurant they were talking about. And after doing a little research online, it seemed like what they could establish was that it was a five-letter word that yes. started with c and the guesses that the internet gave were either uh catch or craft both you know possible contenders um i can't really speak to that to be honest which one which one it would be more more likely to be but i did think it was just kind of a hilarious thing that they were saying they wouldn't be caught dead there i i, I don't know is that do you, what do you feel about that are, is, are there restaurants that you would not be caught dead at you know i have to say even though i think these women are definitely a lot more relatable They're still a little bit more aspirational than my current level. (laughs) So basically for me, if anyone's listening out there, if you want to take me out to dinner somewhere, I will be caught dead anywhere if you pay the bill. (laughs) Um, Nothing is really above me. Um, I agree. (laughs) But I will say there were definitely some, that drew a strong reaction. 10 minutes into the first episode, you know, it, it certainly tore five out of the six members apart. And then our, our, my hero <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be caught dead to be involved in such a lovely conversation and instead appeared in the next scene removing three jackets. No further information as to who that was, <laughs> only that she's an icon and a legend. She is an icon and a legend. She really is. And I think, I mean, I guess the gist of it was that Cy and Bryn were the two that came out most strongly feeling like they couldn't be caught dead at that restaurant. And everybody else, I well... On Watch What Happens Live, I know Andy was asking a little bit about that, and Jenna was never going to go to that dinner, and Uba was never going to go to that dinner either. So it was just it was just the two remaining, um, Jessel and Aaron, that actually went, and they seemed they seemed okay to yeah. go. <laughs> but also from a group dynamics perspective, immediately we're seeing Aaron as trying to be the ringleader, yeah. trying to bring the girls together, and she's getting a lot of pushback from Bryn and Cy. Um I was curious about that, to be honest, because I it did seem like everybody was a little bit hard on her. Mm-hmm. I was I was surprised by that. I mean, I think that she did have an established friendship with Sai, it sounded like. So maybe, you know, they have like a pre-existing history that we're not we're not fully uh, aware of at this point. But I was I was surprised because it seemed like she was going to lengths to make sure that 
to, to include people, to invite them to her house, to do a cheese, bl- a cheese plate, which we didn't know was such a... Who knew <laughs> cheese was going to be such a story arc? Not only in the first episode, but it bleeds over to the second episode. I mean, I think cheese is going to be a theme this season at the rate these ladies are going, whether or not cheese is okay to serve at your dinner party. Or food in general. <laughs> the food. Food has been such a big topic so far. You're right. Which is a little... Which is just so funny to me. I I don't know I, I can't quite wrap my brain around that I mean when you're when you have your friends over sure you put out some food but I don't I don't think any of my friends would come over and and would shut down any of the things that I was serving at my at my dinner party at my gathering like that I was I was surprised by that they were so they were so opinionated when yes. it came to those things yes well I just think it shows that they're comfortable with each other yeah you know they really true. are friends I think the big highlight of this of the first episode for me, and I think once we sort of got past the ladies walking around Sai's apartment, was Jenna. Then, you know, the joke was sort of on the other five ladies when Jenna invited everybody over to her loft and served cheese. <laughs> the entire spread was cheese. She was a queen, honestly. She, she truly is the queen here. <laughs> and I thought she did something very clever by hosting a game to try to get to know the ladies a little bit better. I love that. I thought she was wise in trying to learn a little bit more about who they are, but in a fun way with some rather raunchy questions. Totally. Yeah. That dress code though. What would, what would Colleen, what would you have worn? I mean, it, it was funny because she gave so many options and yes. all the ladies showed up in, head to toe in black. Well. I mean, it's New York, so don't get yes. me wrong. We all have a full look in black that we can turn up in. But yes. but khaki just seemed to stump everyone to no end. As, yes. As not, because they, I, I, I just thought that was hilarious. I think there's plenty of cute khaki items that I could have worn to that right. dinner party. I, I don't know. Well, I'm, in the fall and winter, I, do, I have a full... Khaki, khaki, khaki ensemble, down to my shoes, down to the socks. Oh, of so, course. So, you know, if you ever do that again, like, Jenna, I got you on the khaki. <laughs> no, I think I definitely would have would have found a way to mix it up. And I also love that idea for a dinner party, like, to have a dress code, to have something fun. Not, not that it's like a costume party, but that it's just a theme party, you know? I love that. I think that's such a great idea that I would love to incorporate with my friends as well. Yeah. So thanks, Jenna, for that idea. Yeah. Who knew <laughs> that, you know... Hosting dinner parties and also, you know, inspiring, inspiring the lay people. Um, I did find it curious and I'm, I'm thinking about what this is going to lead to for the future, but Aaron was not happy with Bryn. Yeah. And we could tell even at the dinner party and then she had, you know, her way with her and decided to bring her to Jenna's bedroom to really tell her how she felt. Um, do you think that was an overstep on Aaron's part? I don't personally. I I really appreciated the way that she did it. I I appreciate people who are straightforward and they mm-hmm. get right to the point. I think that a lot of times if it's not addressed right away, especially with housewives, it drags on for the whole season and we know we didn't want to hear about this for all the rest of the episode. So right. so I actually really appreciate the fact that she was like, "Hey, I have this issue with you. Let's address it right now." And then keep it moving. And she seemed really easily able to do that. Like, it seemed like they had a good rapport, a good friendship, and they they got over it pretty quickly. I think the part that shocked me was that they did it in Jenna Lyons' bedroom. (laughs) I don't know how I would feel if friends, you know, while I was hosting a dinner party, were to remove themselves, have a discussion as Bryn was nervous about having her way with her on my bed. Um... 
You know, I think, though, it is important that they, you know, I'll agree with you. Erin was very direct. She said what her issue was. And then the two ladies walked out laughing. Laughing. In Jenna's clothes. That I was shook by. And the, uh the way that Jenna was able to keep it together, because if my friends came out in my designer clothes, I think I would have had to say something. I wouldn't have been able to sit there and close my eyes while they hug with sequins and lace and potentially ruin my designer clothes in front of me. I could have, I don't know if I could have had the strength that she showed in those moments. Also, they're all the same size. Is that a casting requirement? Right. You must be able to fit into the same size clothing. (laughs) Curious. I was curious. Um, But overall, I felt like that dinner party looked really fun, and I wish I was there. Yes. I also (laughs) want to know more about her chef. He was In quotes. And friend. Yeah. I want want to learn more about all these women. Yeah. (laughs) And hear their backstories, meet their friends, see their apartments. I want to know where everyone lives. That's the other thing that I'm always so curious about. What neighborhood people live in in New York? Because you can always tell from the apartments, you know? Before we go too much further, you know, it's always iconic, the taglines. Oh, yes. The taglines. <laughs> this is true. We have, to, we have to bring that up. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like they left a little bit to be desired, but they always do, kind of, in a sense. Yeah, and I think we're going to see more about the ladies as the season goes on. We'll see if the taglines get a little bit more relevant. Um, my favorite tagline was probably Aaron's. Um, I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. Yes, definitely. I thought that one bit. I agree. I liked Brins as well. I love to laugh, but make me mad and I'll date your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that one was funny. I absolutely already, we have come to see that she, she'll do it. Right, and right. And she will not apologize. <laughs> I agree. I don't know where they come up with these taglines. I would be so curious to find out if that's the women having some say or if or if they get like a list to choose from after after production gets the episodes (laughs) um but yeah i mean i i'm i'm excited overall i think that they they gave us exactly what we were hoping for Mm -hmm. and i also love that they just dove right in you know they didn't spend any time like dancing around the fact that it's a new group that they nope. they they just dove right in it's a it's an amazing group of ladies they have their own set of drama they have their own set of friendships like i love that they just sort of it, it almost felt like we dropped in at a moment in time with them absolutely where stuff starts to happen you right. know i love that not the least of most interesting is jessel still figuring out her accent yes how does she want to come across is she going to do you know an upscale british is she going to sort of give us like middle class british jessel whatever you give us we'll take my only request is like let's pick an accent like right. let's pick an accent for the season <laughs> Just so we love you. We're just kidding. That's true. That's true. Although we both clocked it. We did. Colleen and I both noticed. (laughs) Pick an accent. It was interesting. All right. So before we go any further, I also want to talk about Watch What Happens Live. Because I loved that episode of Watch What Happens Live where all the ladies were there together. I thought that was hilarious. And you're going to have to catch me up because I did not watch it. So fill me in. Yes. the The funniest thing that, of course, we have to address is Andy asked the women if any of the previous housewives had reached out to them. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> and of course we had the one and only Jill Zarin. Jill reached out? Yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> what was she asking? To I come back? She, 
I, I mean, probably, you know, she wants to, to establish friendships with all these women because she'll be a friend of shortly, <laughs> but she, she was definitely, um, reaching out to all of them. I mean, she was very supportive. She seems like she's the Of best. course she was. So she seems like a fabulous lady. Gave, I think Bryn said that she gave her her phone number personally to reach out to her if she needs anything. Um, you know, Jill, she, she loves to, she loves to be a part of Bravo. She's, she's a, she's an icon in the Bravo universe. That's all we can say. Well, Jill, if you're looking to somehow get involved, you know, get in touch with one of us. Well, (laughs) you can come on our podcast whenever you want. We would love to We can talk about whatever you want. It doesn't even have to be about New York. (laughs) If you want to promote something, we can talk. Love that. We'll give you a good rate. (laughs) So he had all six women on. He had all six women on together and just sort of asked them questions about like, I guess they had only seen the first three episodes at the time that 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 they went on Watch What Happens Live. So they don't have a sense of the season as a whole. As a whole. So he was sort of asking them, what, who do you think is the queen bee? Who do you think um, is going to have the most to answer for at the reunion? To which they did say Aaron. Yes. Which, which I thought was interesting. I read that. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with Aaron because it does seem like, in, in a little way, it seems like the women gang up against her. They seem to be... Like united front in having a hard time with her, giving her a hard time. So I'm very curious to see how that's going to play out this season. Because, like I said, I am a big fan of Aaron from the jump. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. I mean, somebody has to say it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm curious. I'm very curious about that. And um, the other thing was that he asked about any of the previous Real Housewives of New York that they had interacted with that were maybe not so nice. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> yes, all of the above. Uh, not all of the above, but Sai specifically said that she had encountered Ramona oh, oh no. at Art Basel and Ramona was quite a bitch to her oh, and said she was treated like a fan. Who was treated like a Cy fan? Sai was treated like a fan. Ramona thought she was just a fan coming up to say hello. And then she was like, no, I'm, I'm on the reboot. And Ramona just goes, good luck. You'll meet it. Oh dear. Oh dear. So that was one thing. And the other thing that I thought was interesting, so I guess Bryn and Uba are the two unmarried women in the group. Yes, yes. Which we love. We absolutely fabulous. But Ramona, I guess, said to them that now since they've been on Housewives, she was like, forget it. Like, you'll never find a husband now that you've been on the Housewives. That's not true, historically speaking, though. I know. I was shocked. We've had Housewives go on the show and then find love. I agree. I think that, I mean, I... I don't even know why she would say that, to be honest. I did, and they were ta- they were joking about how there was a curse for housewives and how they were going to be the two to break the curse. And ladies, we support you. We know mm-hmm. you're going to break that curse. If you want to be married, good for you. If you don't, good for you also. <laughs> right. You can be anything you want. Exactly. We love that. We do love that. What else did Andy say? Um, I think, well, he was asking him also about which of them had watched, had watched the previous incarnation of Real Housewives of New York to see if there were any just Bravo fans. It did seem like they were all pretty much caught up and they had all been viewers of the original Real Housewives of New York, except Uba. She was the one who said that she really didn't watch and didn't have a sense. You know, and I say this in the best way possible, Uba might not know where she is. <laughs> Uba could be on The Price is Right for all she knows. <laughs> I think she's just having a good time. You know, we definitely saw that. We'll talk more about it. But, you know, that she went off in the, in the best way. She did. She definitely did. And um, and she, she did have... I, I remember she said that she had a cousin who was in the Bravo universe, and she said that she gave some really great advice to never... To never speak 
ill of the other women because, you know, they, they want to un- be united and they also want to continue to lift women up. And I thought that was a really yeah. good message that everybody seemed supportive of. And I do like that I feel like for the most part so far, we have a strong group of women that do lift each other up. Like they don't, you know, they don't, they focus more on the positives and if they have an issue, sure, they'll bring it up, but then they keep it moving and they, they redirect to In the Jenna's bedroom, yep. Yes. They, that, well, no, because that's been the big issue. Yeah, I mean, so far, I, you know, it is young. The it season is young. Is young. I'm sure true. there's still time for a fist fight. This is true. And Andy did say that multiple times. And actually, one of the questions that he asked was, he wanted them to say true or false if they thought that there was ever a reason that was strong enough to not show up at the reunion. And that made me a little nervous because I was like, what could possibly go down that one of these women in their first season right. could be angry or upset enough that they wouldn't show up at the reunion? So I was a little shook by that. And that, that definitely made me want to keep watching. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think, like I said, the season is young. We can't wait to see what happens next, honestly. So let's just jump right into the second yeah. episode. Well... I mean, if you if we all thought the first episode was dynamic and explosive and fun, I was blown away by the second episode for multiple reasons. I think, you know, we definitely got to see more of the ladies. We definitely, we see them at Aaron's part, excuse me, Aaron's Sag Harbor home in the Hamptons. Aaron is graciously taking the lead in this episode and inviting the girls to spend a few days in the Hamptons with her. Which off the bat, I got to say, is brave because Erin does not have a good track record with getting these ladies to do anything that (laughs) she wants. And they fight with her with everything, whether it's the wrong restaurant, we'll talk, it's the wrong coffee, the food provided. Erin, we support you in trying to be the leader. Uh, I mean, she's just trying so hard the whole time and it seems like she's she's met with challenges at every turn. It's a tough group. This is definitely a tough group with, you know... You know, 10 personalities and six women. So, right, right. Everybody's got a little bit of a different side to them that we're coming to see. But we have to say, Bryn, we missed you. Definitely. We missed you. We are sorry that you were sick. We can only imagine what you would have added to that dinner. That's so what, true. Curious what you would have had to say about the room situation that you were in. <laughs> would have loved to see what you had to say about the lingerie. Bryn, we hope you feel better. There's a rumor that you're going to show up the next day. We'll let you know next week if she does indeed make it. We hope so. <laughs> we certainly hope so. What were your thoughts, Colleen? I, Just I right off the loved bat. this episode. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was interesting. I thought we definitely got to know the women's personalities a little bit better. Yes. Um, I, I loved her house. I love the fact that, you know, even though she is met with pushback from the women, she, Erin uh, really opens up her home again and gives them another opportunity to come hang out. And obviously a girl's trip is tough. And these, yeah. this is a new group of women, new group of friends. Yes. To, to spend the weekend together, that's no small thing. Like, yes. you know that people are going to have concerns. People are going to have reservations about what was there. But but they sort of went uh, above and beyond the scope of what I was expecting yes. to the point of toilet paper. Well, well point- Aaron messed up again. <laughs> like, the caviar was a mess. The restaurant was a mess. She wanted to serve breakfast before the workout. That was a mess. Uh, Jessel was in the wrong room. A mess. <laughs> Aaron, if you need to talk, I'm not a therapist yet. I will be next year. I can practice on you. If you need anything, you know where to find us. <laughs> yeah, she definitely has been, been put through the ringer by these women. And this is episode two. Keep drinking, Aaron. <laughs> but beautiful home, by the way. Absolutely gorgeous Hamptons home. Absolutely gorgeous. And super impressed that she was saying that they renovated it yes. all their own. I love that. Yes. 
But I, I mean, I thought this was a great episode to get to know the women. I, I mean, I really loved Jenna this episode. I have to say, she you was, said it. She, she brought the heart. She mm-hmm. really opened up about her experiences on so many different things. Oh but, my goodness, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, she's so relatable, and the fact that she keeps it real a hundred percent. I tell you, Colleen, I think she's the silent killer. I agree. I think Jenna is in this for the long haul. I think she is going to say what she has to say quietly, again, in three jackets and a pair of sunglasses. (laughs) I think she's going to be above the drama. Yeah. I think she is going to really show us more of who she is. I think you're right. I think you're right. She really, I mean, the fact that she already opened up so much just in this second episode, talking about her life experiences, talking about her family, talking about her relationships and the way that she was outed by, uh, by a public, uh, yeah, the New York post. That's crazy. I know. I also have to say like, I might be Jenna. I, I thought I was Bryn, but I could also be Jenna. Just listening to her talk about having to be with a group of people for the season. And I believe that she is very introverted and having for her to have to learn how to deal with people and host and being shy and not always knowing what to say. I mean, my goodness, you know, she felt exactly how I have felt in past situations and I relate to her. And what she said really resonated with, you know, if I need to step away from this group, can I take alone time? And just how she got so in her head about, are they going to think I'm weird? Did I say the wrong thing? Like... I thought, I mean, I was, I thought that was showed incredible bravery. The fact yes. that she was able to open up and be that vulnerable, not only with the women, but telling us that uh-huh. she was uh, uncomfortable in these situations, that she wasn't sure of how to handle herself or how, what she would say would be perceived. I really respected that. The yeah. fact that she's keeping it authentic and that made her super relatable because yes. we've all been there in those, in those group situations where you don't know if what you're saying is the right thing. If you feel like maybe the personalities are too big and too wild and you don't know if you'll need to take some space from yes. them. So I, I really appreciated everything she said. And I, I, I we love you, Jenna. Jenna, we, we can't love you enough. Yeah. And the other thing that she said, but I don't want to come off as rude or cold or standoffish, but I am just naturally quiet. Like, Jenna, you took the words out of my mouth. I am quiet. I am such a listener. Um, but I thought she did great. I thought she definitely opened up to the women. I thought she really opened up to the women at dinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. When she was outed by the New York Post, when she, um... That was a crazy story. When she said that she had gotten that call. Yes. And that she was going through a divorce, and she was asked to confirm or or deny that she was seeing a woman. And she was in this moment where she hadn't actually shared that information with her family yet. I mean, that just sounds absolutely terrifying. Yes. The fact that she was able to sort of unabashedly say confirm and just say, you know what, I'll deal with the consequences yep. or what, whatever anybody perceives of this because I'm, I want to be true to myself. That I mean, there's no greater element of somebody yes. to respect than that. Just being 100% true mm-hmm. to who you are and, and owning your truth and sitting in the power of that. Yeah, and I think one thing that annoyed me a little bit at dinner was when Jenna was so open and so honest about her family and her mother and the death and, you know, having to wear a piece and not having her own teeth and being covered because of a skin condition. For Sai to then go and say, oh, I want to meet your girlfriend. And Jenna just politely and quietly setting the boundary of my girlfriend will not be filming and I don't show my son on the show. For Sai to then bulldoze through that, I thought was a little bit inappropriate and tone deaf. I, 
agree. I just, I don't really, I have never really understood that when people are so up in arms about your spouse or your partner or your girlfriend not wanting to be on the show. I mean, at the end of the day, Jenna signed up for the show and her girlfriend hasn't necessarily done the same. And right. she's well within her right to protect her if right. she is still nurturing a new relationship, yes. if maybe she's not comfortable in front of the camera. We don't know what the case may be. And I'm sure neither does Sai if she doesn't even know her. So I was I was taken aback by that as well because I agree with you. Say what you will about whether or not your partner or your girlfriend is on the show. Jenna has opened up to us more than any of the yes, other women at this point. Absolutely. And I think it's not like Jenna has been shy about her sexual experiences. And, you no. know, that game that she presented was pretty graphic. I thought it was tasteful. 100%. But I thought it was definitely, a, she definitely shared a lot. And she was very open about her experiences with women, especially at dinner. And dating a woman and how she felt and the butterfly effect. So I don't think Jenna, I don't, I don't think Jenna is lacking in opening up to us. I think Sai was just being a little bit pushy about wanting to meet her girlfriend. And I think with Jenna, she'll do it if and when she's ready. I agree. And I also was a little bit underwhelmed by the fact that the ladies instead kept bringing the conversation back to the fact that Jessel and her husband haven't had sex for okay. one year or two years or whatever the case may be since the, since the birth of, of their kids. I knew you were going to go there. So let's, <sighs> let's, let's go just there. address that elephant. Cause that was almost, you know, half an hour. That was half the episode. That was literally half the episode. And I was like, okay, so she's chosen to share this information with the women. Sure. It's shocking that you haven't had sex with your husband since, since then but they made such a big deal about it to the point that i just felt bad for her like why did she choose to share this information because they just kept driving it home every chance they got yeah it was it was a bit much for me because like it is what it is i'm sure they'll have sex when they're ready like i i've not had any children i can only imagine what the experience of having sex with your husband after giving birth to twins is (laughs) but and i mean i certainly could not go a year yeah um, but most people couldn't. Right. I also thought though, I thought Aaron pushed it a little bit when they were sitting downstairs drinking a little bit before dinner about why she hasn't done it. And Jessel did tell us a little bit about her scar and she feels a little bit self-conscious and that the kids take up a lot of her time. I'm just curious why it was such a large emphasis on the episode. And that's how we're really getting to know Jessel. Yeah. And then I I think then in turn, when Jenna had brought out the lingerie gifts, which everyone was excited about and thinking that perhaps if Jessel had some piece of lingerie that covered up her scar, then maybe she'd feel sexy. Like I know they were speaking about that in the car on the way Mm -hmm. out there. And then she did in fact receive a piece of lingerie that, that seemed to do that, that seemed to cover her and she was unhappy with it. And she was a bit, I mean, the episode ends with her kind of up in arms about how she feels like the piece of lingerie that she received was not like flattering yeah it was not flattering it was not cute it was not as good as the other women's and i was a little bit disappointed by how she handled that yeah and again here's an example of jenna trying to integrate herself into the group as a more quiet individual but again there's thought there what she's doing she's trying to provide for her friends she's trying to think of something spicy and different to do jenna is not naturally a group person so she's doing this in her own way as somebody that worked in fashion for so long, giving them lingerie, it's sexy, it's funny, it's a girl's trip. And Jessel just sort of comes in and rains on the parade a little bit. Yeah, I was I was definitely not not super into that. That felt a little weird. And I didn't, I guess I didn't fully understand. I guess Jenna had asked 
the stylist to maybe pick out it seemed like Jetta didn't select the pieces herself but she was involved yes. in in the selection in some sense like maybe she gave them a description of the women or sent them to their Instagram I, I don't know they, they weren't super specific about how exactly the garments got chosen but it was it was a bummer because no matter what she did it was a nice gesture that she Absolutely. did that at all there was thought I'm sure that was expensive lingerie. <laughs> like, right. We should all be so lucky to have. I mean, send me whatever. Yeah. Send me whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. So, I was definitely a little bit, a little bit disappointed with that because I felt like it ended a little bit on like a Mean Girls note for me, where they were, they were sort of, you know, yelling and and Sai was acknowledging that. I know you have an opinion about this. I do. Yeah. I do. I just felt like... Go off. This they, is your moment. This is my moment. This is your moment to talk about how you feel about how Sai handled that. I was just disappointed because, like, the final moment of the show is Sai basically saying, oh, well, Jessel's stomping around and she's ignorant to the fact that she's upsetting Jenna, but Jenna doesn't have the balls to stand up for herself or to say something about about this. And I, that, for me, is is definitely a miss. If you see that your friend is not comfortable standing up for themselves Mm -hmm. in a situation, you see that something is actively upsetting them and you choose to do nothing. Mm -hmm. That's a huge loss in my book. Yes. I'm I'm not down with that kind of behavior. So for me, whenever there's somebody who's struggling or somebody who like looks like they need support for you to actively stand there and to choose not to give it, not into it. No. Yeah, Sai, you need to stand up and defend your more introverted friends. Yeah. You know, I know I'm not Jenna, I'm not in her head, but I think this weekend, and again, the weekend will continue, I believe, into the next episode, but this was a stretch for Jenna, and this was a hard weekend for her to have to be, you know, out of her own element with these other women in a house that's not hers. She did her best, and naturally, she she flustered a little bit, and to have Sai who is one of the more outgoing people in the group. She's a content creator. She's louder. She's used to giving her opinion. To watch Jenna get a little bit offended about how Jessel was acting, I thought it was a little bit in poor taste on Sai's part. I agree. I really agree. I was I was kind of disappointed by that because, I'm, I mean, I definitely entered into the second episode, like, excited and eager to see what all the women were bringing, and I... I just wasn't wasn't really into that, you know. Yeah, that that, that definitely was knocked her down a peg in my book. But, yeah, but um, but other than that, I think I, I think that this the second episode gave us a good sense of the ladies. I think where we're gonna go this season that it helped us get a picture of of their dynamics, how they play in these group settings. So. I am curious to see where, where they're going to go next. <laughs> I'm more excited after the second episode than I was after the first episode. I think there's a lot to cover. I think that we have a lot more to learn about these ladies. And I think Brynn's going to show up. Oh, she definitely is. She definitely and is. And Brynn is the good time girl of the group. She's the youngest. She's the most vivacious and flirty. She's going to bring even more to this, albeit short, short trip. She definitely is. And I, but I will say like, of course we missed her, but that dinner, Uba brought all the fun playfulness that I was feeling like we were going to miss this episode without Bryn. She was bringing it. Uba <laughs> was the sleeper housewife <laughs> of the first episode. I, I admit very often when I'm wrong, <laughs> I walked away from the first episode a little concerned about Uba. You know, she is, you know, single. She has some of the least connection to the other housewives. We don't know quite as much about her job. Um, she is a model. She does have her own hot sauce company that is legit. Um, wow. 
Yeah, I was super. Wow. I, she was she was a card this episode. She she brought everything we wanted. Her rushing to get a sandwich at pre- provisions and the right. the deli's closed and she's devastated. Oof, we've all been there though. <laughs> I I was very sorry to see that that deli was closed because Uba, I'm with you. We are the same height. My body is a machine, just like you said. We have to eat. We get hungry. <laughs> Caviar and cheese is not enough. I know I don't eat quite as many bananas as you do. Right. Um, but no, I, you know, if, if it took her two episodes to come out of her shell, I'm fine with that. I am, I am team Uba. I agree. She was so, like, the way that she rushed into that kitchen, chatted everyone up, and took a can of coconut milk on the way out the door was, yes. was pretty hilarious yes. for me. <laughs> yes. And we wish she didn't have to give it back, though, but... You know, Erin was pretty insistent. You know, it was just one of her regular spots and she didn't want to be, you know, stealing anything. <laughs> no, you can't take anything out of the out of the kitchen pantry. I don't even know how they got down there, but... <laughs> I think they were going... All three of them had to go to the bathroom, so... Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I was impressed with her this episode. I thought she seemed super fun. I liked I liked the way that she, that she speaks about herself, that she speaks about the other women. She's another one who's definitely a straight shooter. Yep. And I love that. That's a, that's a quality that I really love. Yeah, I hope we keep seeing more of her. And I hope we learn a little bit more about her um, and her career. Because so far, she's the only one that we haven't really seen a bunch. I guess that's true. We don't know much about like her home life. No, and I hope we see more. I hope that she's able to share as much as she's comfortable sharing. Yeah. But I definitely would love love to know a little bit more about her. I agree. I agree. I'm excited for a lot of what these women are going to bring. I think, it. so in the preview, we sort of got a lot more fighting, I will say. Yes. A lot more... Um, a lot more challenges with, it seemed like there was going to be a moment with Aaron and Uba, which was a little bit surprising to me because Uba seems very friendly with Aaron and also, you know, just very positive all around. Like I wouldn't have pegged her as one of the fighters, but uh, I guess there was another moment in the preview with Sai walking out of a birthday party. Yes. I'm curious to see who, who's going to be the instigator in these scenarios because... Probably Aaron, to I, be honest. Yeah. Just based on what we know and what we saw from Watch What Happens Live, I think Aaron will definitely have, have some explaining to do. Well, that is what they were saying. Andy was asking who they thought would have the most to answer for. Uh, at the reunion, and they said they said Aaron. So I'm I'm curious, Aaron. What what's what's gonna happen? Aaron, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, what what are you doing? I would also another one of my hopes for this season is I hope we get to see some authentic friends of. Oh, definitely. I would love to know some of these women's friends, especially Jenna's friends. I bet they're as chic and fabulous as she is. <laughs> Jenna, show us your friends if you're comfortable. Right. We've met her chef. But he, he hasn't spoken. I really want to hear, I want to hear what he thinks about all this. Yes, definitely. I can't wait for that. We're, I'm so excited to see, see where this goes. Overall, I'm, I'm ready to keep watching. I'm you ready. Know? I mean, I think, I think we had some reservations. I think everybody who is in the Bravo world who has watched the previous Real Housewives in New York had reservations. And hopefully everyone shares our viewpoint that this show is exciting. Yes. It's new. It's different. It's more representative of the New York that we know and live in. Yes. And New York is back. New York is back. New York is back. Yes. So we're definitely excited to see, to see where these girls are going to take us. And we're, we're along for the ride. Well, we hope you guys had fun today. We had a blast chatting about these new episodes and we hope that you will stay tuned in with us. Our episodes are going to be dropping on Wednesdays, so we hope you will download and listen. Yeah, I had a great time today. This was great. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. So once again, I am Matt. I'm Colleen. 
And this is Strictly New York. York.